Welcome to Inside Iowa, heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. Our topic for the Inside Iowa show for the past couple of weeks has been the upcoming Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure. Jessica Nelson, the Interim Executive Director with the Komen Greater Iowa, and Natasha Winterbottom, the events coordinator for the big event coming up on October 27th, have been our guests as well as our honorary survivor, Jennifer Moss. Jennifer's going to share a little bit more of her journey with us today. Today, as well as we're going to learn more about advocacy, about support groups, what to do if you find yourself in the situation that Jennifer found herself in with a diagnosis. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you. So October 27th. Yes. Again is the date. That is a Saturday. Yep. And that morning at 7 a.m. is when our, you can still register that day. Okay. But right now registration is 35. And October 24th, right before the race, it goes up to 40. Um so we always encourage you to register early so you can get your teams together, get your fundraising going. Um, going back to fundraising real quick, I did forget to tell you about one of my favorite incentives we have going on. Um, so the first 100 people that raise $250 um, get a pair of handcrafted pink earrings from the jeweler's bench out of Newton. Ooh. And he custom makes all his jewelry there. So these aren't things that you can just go out and buy. So everything's custom made. And he is a sponsor for a hundred of those earrings. So he's really giving, helping us give back to the people who are working so hard to fund these services for us. Awesome. You yeah. know, it's interesting because you say you've been with the with Coleman for a year? Yes. You're, you're very good at this. Oh, thank <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you can tell her energy and Well, you know, I have a care. Yeah, my I have a passion behind fighting cancer. My 9-year-old's a cancer survivor. So Oh, she was going to come in today too, yeah. wasn't she? She I, wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll do that a show for another. Yeah, time. she yeah. wanted to come. I, and I did I, I was going to ask you about your your association and uh, you know with what what made you want to be a part of giving back yes so you know i've just kind of my passion in life is fighting cancer um and it started from my child going through treatment seeing what how old was she she was the day after her second birthday she was diagnosed and she went through treatment she went through a bone marrow transplant and um she went through treatment at such a young age when she's developing everything that she's at very high risk for a secondary cancer. So, you know, that's always a fear in the back of my head. And I've just dedicated my life to fighting cancer. Is that, I mean, that's something that you have to deal with from now on? Is yes. there going to be a, a time when... Um, they say five years out is the lucky number, and she's six years out now, but... Her cancer, mama. her cancer was so rare, and that fear is always there. Cancer doesn't discriminate. Like it doesn't okay. care how old you are. If you're a mom of two kids, like Jennifer, if you, if it's your baby, like your sister, your grandma, um, cancer just doesn't care. Ladies, may this may be a silly question, but the name Coleman. Can yeah. you tell me the history? Yeah, absolutely. So Susan G. Komen um, was started by Nancy Brinker, and um, Nancy had a sister, Susan G. Komen, who was diagnosed with breast cancer and passed away. And on her deathbed, uh, Nancy Brinker said, I promise to do everything I can to end breast cancer. And so she started the Susan G. Komen Foundation. And it was all va- volunteer run for a very, very long time. Um, and they've made some incredible strides. Um, 
huge focus on research, um, especially now we're looking at metastatic breast cancer, which is the type of breast cancer that women have to live with every day. There's not a cure for metastatic breast cancer. That's the word you were trying to teach me earlier, wasn't yes. it? Okay. Yes. Yes. And so we, um, you know, the, the organization has really gone from raising awareness and wanting to make sure that we're raising money for resources to really doing everything we can to funnel into that research piece and support services and especially looking at um, African-American and Latino women who have such a higher rate of um, mortality from breast cancer. That's, that is another thing that there are certain – I mean as you said, Natasha, it's not – it doesn't discriminate. No. But there are some – uh, I'm not going to say the word right, but high, higher risk. Absolutely, groups. absolutely, yeah. And there are some, you know, some risk might just be genetic. If you have a family history of breast cancer, that can put you at a higher risk. Um, but we also know that African American women are 45 percent more likely to die of breast cancer. Um, so we work with Polk County Health Department on their Fight Strong, Fight Together campaign, um, and we've been able to increase African American screening rates by over 200 percent. Wow. Yeah. That's see that's. It's important to know when, especially when we're talking about an event where you want to raise funds, that it's where it's going and that right. it's doing something. Absolutely. People, people need to know that. Yeah. And we do um, comprehensive research every five years to look at all of the counties in Iowa and see who's getting breast cancer, who's dying of breast cancer, um, where are the late stage diagnoses coming from. And that's how we determine where to make our priorities for funding. And Komen's just such a nationally known name that I, I think that people's mindset is our money just automatically gets shipped off to headquarters. And that's not true. Um, 75% of our money stays locally in Iowa. Our greater Iowa chapter is for our 106 counties. That's who we serve. That's good to know, too. So I want to bounce back to Jennifer. Did you have cancer in your family? I mean, we were talking about, I mean, you said you're ha- you were healthy and you're just like, what? what? What the heck's going on? I mean, it caught you off guard. It did. Did you yes. start checking family history? Did you know family history? I did. So four years prior to my diagnosis, my dad at the age of 64 was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And I sure learned a lot about that during that time. And he lived four months after diagnosed. Oh so all in my head, like I said, when I walked in that room and heard I had cancer was, I'm going to die. I have no hope. And so after talking to, you know, the doctors and they told me, you know, I'm going to have to have a mastectomy. We can take this out. I then had to go home and tell my, at time, my daughter was 10 and my son was 13 that mom has cancer. And so all they knew was grandpa. That's their first um, run with cancer. And they know how that turned out. That was probably the hardest thing I ever had to do was tell them. So, um, so yeah, so his story, your fiance was good. My fiance was, it was hard telling him he was the first person I told, um, but he's been wonderful. Oh, he's been wonderful. Yes. I mean, he's had to jump into things Never knew that he would have to do after surgery. I had um, uh, tubes in me for drainage. I had those for like two and a half weeks and he had to change those. I mean, he had to come home from work and do it twice a day. And And then you knew that you'd picked a good one, didn't you? I did. I did. I knew he, uh, yes. (laughs) So it all worked out. I had, like like these guys have said, I, I am a half or a full glass type of person. Um, 
And I just knew in my head that I either had to push through or let it take over me. And that was not an option for me. You don't seem like that kind of (laughs) guy. So I kept with my day-to-day stuff as I, before I started going into the cancer, I was just think I'm trying to get back into running. I was runner and I'm trying to get back into that. So I was thinking the other day when I was walking, I was like, I can remember that day before I had my surgery and that would, that was my out sometimes when I went running is when I would just cry. You know, I didn't want my kids to see me. I didn't want them to know how, you know, affected because they were scared. And so that was my out. So um, I'm very looking forward to this race coming up because it's going to be a celebration for me personally because I'm going to be done with chemo by this time. It's in October. I finished the end of September. Yay! Yes. Yay! So hopefully this is the chapter of my life I can put away and um, support other women and show them you can get through it. It's, it is a huge obstacle and struggle and it's not fun. It's not glorious. And are you going to do the, the run? I am going to try. So you're going to be the I'm trying. And <laughs> yes. I'm trying to get back into running. I'm, I, I'm trying. Yeah. So tell me about then when you met these two ladies, when you, when you became aware of the Coleman Greater Iowa, um, because they're, they're not all about the fundraising, all about the research. It's also about the individual. They're there for support. Yes. I, and before I had this, I mean, like I was talking to these guys about, you don't really know this kind of support and groups until it affects you personally. I knew about Susan G. Coleman. They were a race for breast cancer. What did that really mean to me? I mean, yeah, I went and had my mammograms, but wow. I mean, they're very supportive. They're there for people that, like they have said, that cannot afford, that feel like they cannot get to the doctor and have that yearly mammogram. And somebody There's, to talk to. And somebody to talk to. That understands what you're going through. Because you do feel like you're out there that nobody else has ever had this before. And it just opens up a whole new world. It's got to be just unbelievably scary. Yes, it it is. It Yeah. It was the worst thing I, besides losing my father that I've gone through personally. You have gone through a lot, babe. Again, we look at you with, with a, a lot of respect. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about what will happen the day of the race then. Okay. Well, first I want to say Jenna's like seriously superwoman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that day we kick off at 7 a.m. That's when you can come in. You can register that day. You can pe- um, pick up your packets. The... Let's see here. So at 9 o'clock is our 5K, and you can run it. I guess you can walk it if you want. Yeah, um, yeah whatever you'd like I, to I do. I do the run walk. Yes, okay. right. yes. <laughs> and so. all of this is happening at the state capitol ground, so it's so beautiful, it right? It's oh, sunrise. It's, yep. Gorgeous there, yeah. So And then our one mile follows that at 9.30. Um, and then at 10.15 is our kids' fun run. And we're going to have some mascots out there, like Crash from Iowa Wild. He's going to be running with the kids. Um, we just have a lot of fun things going on that day. We have tons of vendors coming out. Um, we have a top team tailgating cabana area where there's going to be breakfast Yeah, it's a, a pretty big run walk in yes, comparison, Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, we have a special area this year, and it's called Hope Village. So it used to be called the Survivor Area. We're changing the name this year to Hope Village because we, I mean, these women really show everyone like hope and um, 
Yeah, we've just been so inspired by Mm -hmm. all of our breast cancer survivors. And we also wanted to be inclusive to those women who are living with metastatic breast cancer and make sure that they know that we recognize them from the day that they're diagnosed as breast cancer survivors and give them a place to to kind of gather and celebrate. That's really what the day is about, is just celebrating their strength. And it, it really is. I remember my first Komen race. Uh, it was three years ago. And I was new to Komen, and I cried all day long. So it's, <laughs> it's just a beautiful celebration of life. And um, you don't have to have a personal connection to breast cancer to come out and support these women. No. Is there, is there anything that we haven't mentioned that you guys would make sure like to make sure our listeners know about? Uh, again, the date, October 27th. Yes, it's a Saturday. That's right. Yep. And um, yep. again, it's just register on our website at www.comangreateriowa.org backslash DM race. Um, again, help us get to our big, bold goal of, of reducing breast cancer deaths by 50% by 2026. And we're going to do that by people coming out and supporting so we can continue to fund. Um, we know there's over 33,000 women living with breast cancer in Iowa, um, estimated. So we, we have a lot of work to do. We do have a lot of work to do. So we hope everyone can come out on October 27th to the Capitol to celebrate these amazing women who have been impacted by this disease with us. We hope to see you at the start line. Again, our guests today have been Natasha Winterbottom, who's the events coordinator for the upcoming race. We have Jessica Nelson, who's doing a wonderful job as the interim <laughs> executive director. When they do appoint a new a director, you'll still be Absolutely. working. Absolutely. This is my passion. And as the mission director, I get to de- help decide our funding priorities. So I have the fun job of giving the funds away. <laughs> and also today, our special guest, Jennifer Moss, who is the honorary survivor for the big event. So. Thanks. I'm so glad to have met you. I'm glad to meet you, too. All three of you ladies, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for having us. We'll try to figure out maybe a way to have you come back in, either if we can before the race since it's a while. If not, then definitely afterwards. I think you could probably still, we could still come up with some things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. (laughs) I'd be excited to share the impact. That would be wonderful. Yeah. All right. Great idea. Look forward to it. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. We'll wrap up today with just a quick recap on everything the ladies and I have talked about over the past couple of weeks on the Inside Iowa show about the 2018 Coleman Des Moines Race for the Cure. Again, it's Saturday, October 27th, and it's going to be at the Capitol Grounds. So at 1007 East Grand Avenue, 7 o'clock, the race registration and packet pickup, 9 a.m., the 5K timed race, 9.30 a.m., the one-mile fun run walk, which would be more for your old buddy Kim Chase, and at 10.15, the kids get to come in on the fun and have uh, the kids fun run you know they have a hefty goal their vision a world without breast cancer and uh, of course helping raise funds to help reduce the current number of breast cancer deaths by 50 percent in the u.s by 2026 the 2018 coleman des moines race for the cure and again the money's raised the advocacy goes to improve access to quality breast health services by funding patient navigators Provide underserved patients with low or no-cost screening, diagnosis, and treatment, as well as eliminate barriers to qualify care by supporting life-saving services like transportation, medication, access, child care. You can learn more easy enough. You just Google Race for the Cure. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.